You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, however it applies for what is your Friday edition of the show. Congratulations, everybody. We've made it. Get through the workday. Everybody, enjoy your weekend. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, your local expert on all things Cleveland Browns for your daily delivery of all things dog pound. Um, obviously, first and foremost here, where to, I guess, start this one. Um, Philadelphia Eagles um, and Jason Peters no longer going further. The Washington Redskins have told Trent Williams and his agent to go ahead and seek a trade to end the relationship with him and the Washington Redskins. Jason Peters first. Jason Peters will be 38 and a half years old when this season starts. Jason Peters is a Hall of Famer. There's no doubt about it. Fantastic player. Fantastic offensive tackle. But he's 38 and a half. Um, anybody trying to tell you, you know, oh, well, you know, he spent half a season with, you know, Andrew Berry. Uh, yeah, that's just trying to connect the dots here. Um, first question would be is why would Jason Peters want to come to the Cleveland Browns? It's most likely what will be the final year of his career. Why is he not going to look to go play for a contender, possibly get another Super Bowl ring? What makes him choose the Cleveland Browns? Um, and for those of you saying, oh, well, $8 million, uh, I don't think Jason Peters probably going to get out of bed for $8 million. He may just take his butt on home. So I don't understand why the fit on his part is going to work. Why doesn't it work on the Browns' part? You have an extremely deep group at offensive tackle, like really deep. Um, and for everybody who doesn't want to draft one at 10 and 41, that's fine. I can probably get you two at 10 and 74. Um, it's a cost-controllable contract at both tackle positions, which is vital, huge. Um, why do many teams end up having to break up a lot of their roster as years go on? Because they have to pay their quarterback, and they have to pay their left tackle. Then you got to pay some guys on defense, and you've got to say, say goodbye to some key components. components. Jason Peters, look, what's left of him, and it's, you know, you'd be bringing him in here with the assumption that, you know, there's probably no way in heck he's going to be able to pay, play 16 games um, with all his body's been through and the amount of years he's been in this league. There will be better teams, playoff teams, looking for him and will be okay with the fact that maybe he can't play them all and maybe might even say, you know what, around Thanksgiving, we'll sit you for three to four weeks and we'll have you down the stretch because, you know, our record broke for us the right way. Um, and for a lot of folks saying the window is now to look at these veteran tackles, why? I mean, it, it, it just doesn't make sense that these guys can come in at this age and give you what you need. Now, Trent Williams. Now, here's a totally different story. You want to give up a draft asset for a guy that could maybe be a Cleveland Brown for one year. You draft any of these rookie offensive tackles. You draft one at 10. You've got a controllable guy for five years. You draft one in the second round, you've got them for four years. Any other round, you're controlling them for three years. Um, the back end of Jason Peters, you know, obviously you're getting him for free. I mean, this is the back end. Trent Williams, um, even if you got a great 2020, are you sure that's going to be the case at 33 after all this man's body has been through um, a cancer scare with his head? Um, and you got to give up a draft pick. 
again, this is something where contenders dive in and say, you know what, I'll give up my late second round pick because I am a left tackle away. Fingers crossed, I hope he's really healthy because if not, I may have just crapped the bed here and in this draft class, I could have drafted that tackle and had some continue, you know, some continuation with his career. And there's the other thing of Trent Williams is going to want a contract extension. He's got $12 million left on his deal, 32 years old. He's going to want, my guess would be another 20 to 25 minimum guaranteed. I don't know who's going to do that. I don't understand why the Browns are going to do that. When you can just draft a player at 10 and pay 35% of what you're going to pay Trent Williams. Um, Also, part of it is I don't see how any of these moves fit an analytic approach. It's chasing age. It's chasing injury history. It, It just does not add up. And with Williams, it's giving up an asset asset for a 32-year-old guy with an injury history when the offensive tackle class broke correctly for you. And as Stephen Thomas said last night on the show, this is the first time something's really gone well draft-wise for the Browns as far as fitting their needs other than drafting one overall in 2018 where there were five first-round quarterbacks. Stop going chasing after other people's rubbish, so to speak. Yes, both fantastic players. But at this point, complete and absolute unknowns. Get in here. Get what fits. And there are every type of tackle you would want here. As far as athletes, big, massive people movers, everything you want. So whatever Kevin Stefanski needs, and it seems to be tending more towards these athletic offensive tackles, which Trent Williams once was, was a big old bad dude who actually ran a 4.8840 at the combine back in the day. Do I want him at 32, or am I going to go after a Tristan Wirfs? Or am I going to go after an Andrew Thomas, a decade younger, $8 million per year cheaper? It just makes the most sense. Free agency, chase a couple of defensive tackles. Get a safety, whether it's Anthony Harris or Trey Boston. Figure out what you're doing at this linebacker position and get some sort of veteran in here with these kids. You still got to worry about a nickel cornerback. You still got to find a blocking tight end. You're going to need a fullback. There is so much more to done here, but everything as far as what you need at the tackle position, the drafts can bring that. Worry about other stuff right now. Don't go chasing old injured players and one that you're going to have to give a contract extension to. Jeff Lloyd hosting your Friday edition of Lockdown Browns. We'll continue on through here for everybody who wants to yell at me for wanting to draft a running back. I've gone through some of the free agent notes and possibly, you know, I've got some names there, so maybe you can all stop yelling at me for wanting to draft a running back. Bleasinstyle.etsy.com, uh, run by Miss Jenna at Jen, J-E-N, Cisco. Uh, Jen down in Florida. She does a fantastic job. Um, what I liked in talking about Jen this week, and I didn't realize she was behind it. I've talked with Jen for a while. Um, she does a lot of the t-shirts that, you know, obviously help with the girls over at That's What B Said. I didn't realize she was the brainchild and the the worker bee, so to speak, behind it. But uh, in talking with her, you know, the prices are reasonable. And her, as somebody that used to buy other folks' apparel, it's, you know, it's it's a good cost. She's not, you know, raping you over in the old McLemore line, you know, that's $40 for a t-shirt. No, 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 no. Jen keeps it real, keeps it right. Quality product, 
holds up to a wash, you're going to get, you know, more than one season out of it. So go ahead, check it out. Whether it's the Stefanski Berry 20 presidential run t-shirt, go ahead, check out BelizeInStyle.Etsy.com. Like I said, I have been digging into some possible free agent running backs that can fit here. Um, we don't obviously know the future of Dearness Johnson, and my guess is it's probably not an extensive one. We don't know where Dontrell Hilliard is now going to fit into what's going to be essentially a third offensive staff here for Dontrell Hilliard. And my waning confidence in Kareem Hunt, I love the player when he's there. I love the effort he brought this year as far as being a team guy and all that stuff. But I do have some concerns whether or not you know Kareem Hunt can keep himself on the field for 17 weeks. So noting through and picking through here, um, a lot of talk Denver Bronco-wise where the you know Philip Lindsay, Devontae Booker relationship, it, it, it's, it was good for them, but it wasn't great. Devontae Booker is an unrestricted free agent. They really like Philip Lindsay. It looks like they're going to go in another direction to get somebody to compliment Philip Lindsay as the, the outside kind of speed back, quick back, receiving back, get more of a hammer. So they're going to move on from Devontae Booker. I'm not sure of the fit here necessarily. Not a fantastic receiver. Um, and when you're talking about matching somebody with Nick Chubb, and you know if Kareem's here, you know even if this guy that I'm suggesting ends up being a moot point, it's great because you're not going to have to pay any of these guys any real money. So Devontae Booker, I, I put the odds as low. I put the odds low there. One that I, I really like, and I loved him coming out of Notre Dame, and a bunch of these running backs have gone to Seattle, and nothing has worked out for them ever. C.J. Procise, former wide receiver. This is where I kind of like him because, God forbid, you were in some sort of issue with Kareem Hunt and Nick, as much as we all love him, you know, and he seems to get a little better each passing year as far as the receiving game. And I'll be honest, it's, you know, whatever he is, it's, it's good enough because as much as he does running the ball, I don't, you know, I'll give him his blow when it's time to throw. That's all right. Go get your rest, Nick. We'll take care of it there. CJ Process. Obviously, it's been a lot of injuries, so you're not going to have to pay him a lot of money. It's a little bit of a gamble. So if you have to rely on him, yeah. I mean, yes, I'm saying Kareem's a gamble. So yes, CJ Process and his injury history is a gamble. Game-breaking ability. He's got receiving ability. Uh, you know, he's shown you know a, a propensity of catching the ball during his time with the Seattle Seahawks. He's just an interesting guy to me. I've always liked his game. Like I said, I was a fan as he was you know coming into this draft process. You know, in his career, 36 receptions, 393 yards, carries 65 for 264 yards. He's only scored two touchdowns in the NFL through four seasons. He'll be 26 years old. It. Would definitely be a spot for Procise for where it's you know try to rewrite your name here, and it's always tough for a guy like this who's not had much history of positiveness. And every year, more and more running backs come out. But I mean, you could probably get him cheap, one year cheap, prove it to find you know a destination where maybe you can get a two to three year deal, and it'll probably always be cheap for Procise, where you can work with some other type of back. He's a name I've got my eye on. I've always liked the game-breaking ability, able to take it the distance. You know, he's able to get the ball down the field in large chunks. Here's one that lines up a little bit from the Minnesota angle. Amir Abdullah, a few years ago, was a you know draft darling out of Nebraska. Um, was a bell cow back, even though he's a tad bit undersized. 
Got to Detroit. Detroit tried to do that. Detroit tried to keep him between the tackles, and he got beat down. He got beat around. Just really wasn't working out too well for him there. Uh, this past season, spent it with the Minnesota Vikings. Returned some kicks. Uh, you know, got a little bit of a chance to run the ball. It was positive in that respect. Was also able to, you know, catch some passes for the Vikings. So now Amir Abdullah at 27 years old. You know, you're looking at, you know, the career stats, you know, that, you know, about 50 career receptions. He's able to do things out of the backfield. Again, something that's going to aid Nick and could mesh in well. God forbid, you know, Nick had an ankle or something or miss a week or two and hopefully everything's all right with Kareem. Three names there that I do find interesting as far as that. You get to the fullback position. And I love every, I know everybody loves the new guy and he's active on Twitter. Um, but I got a hard time believing you found your starting fullback in, you know, middle of, you know, beginning of February. Obviously, you're going to look at Ham from Minnesota. Um, he is going to be a restricted free agent. We'll see how any of that works out with the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, a lot of changes with the Vikings. But C.J. Ham obviously will be your first and foremost target in some type of avenue, however you can figure that out. There are a couple of other names. Um, there Obviously, there's J.J. Obviously, there's T.J. Derek Watt from the Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously, the Chargers got a lot of changes going on. He's played the fullback position. He's blocked for some good running backs, uh, You know whether it is... Melvin Gordon, uh, you know, uh, Melvin Gordon. whether it is, Austin Eckler, he's done a nice job there. Catch a couple of balls, you throw him out of the backfield. But tough kid, um, obviously from the Watt family. You know, we all <clears throat> know the type of athletes they are and, you know, how you know much they'll bring it on game day. So Derek Watt is available. Um, Kansas City, we'll see how it works out. You know, big part of that, Anthony Sherman over the years. Are they going to have money? Kansas City, the money's going to get really tight here because you're about to give Patrick Mahomes you might have to give him the key to the city. You might have to give him both ownership rights to Kansas and the state of Missouri and possibly every barbecue joint that was within 100 miles of Arrowhead Stadium. <clears throat> to say a man is going to get paid up, it's not even funny the way Patrick Mahomes is about to get paid up. So Anthony Sherman, that just may be something that falls through the cracks. Um, the Browns may, he is an unrestricted free agent, so the Browns may, and if they get an opportunity, and may say you got to pay $2 million, maybe even a little bit more, um, he's a guy you should probably have your eyes on. You're going to need to address his fullback position. It is key and crucial to the offense Kevin Stefanski runs with his wide zone. Um, it's, it's somebody you're going to have to have your eyes on. Anthony Sherman, uh, nice running back. Like I said, obviously Derek Watt. Um, first and foremost, your target is C.J. Watt. The senior bowl was not able to find two fullbacks, one for each side, the north and the west. I mean, the north and the south, to bring to Mobile. They couldn't find two. You really can't draft fullbacks. If you can't get one of these three guys, you're going to have to get creative and try to maybe make one. Um, your tight ends don't really fit that bill. None of them have that size. I mean, you know, the only one I would even say maybe size way that could possibly even do it on this entire roster would be Sione Takitaki. And obviously they have bigger plans for Sione. If they're going to move on from Joe, you know, obviously Sione, it's, you know, after the 109 reps as a rookie at the linebacker position, he's going to see a lot more here in year two with your Cleveland Browns. Jeff Lloyd taking you through. Happy Friday, people. Enjoy the day. Try not to bite anybody's head off and get through your dang work day. Zabo Apparel. I talk all the time, and obviously, you know, Jen, she's a friend. Just like the Zabo family is a friend. I appreciate them as people, family, wholesome, you know, 
appreciate the country. Obviously, everybody, you know, within the family, you know, a lot of military ties between dad, between the children. Uh, they travel to road games. They truly appreciate this franchise through thick and thin. Well, I guess maybe through thin because there hasn't been much thick. Um, but the Zabo family, their apparel, they do an outstanding job. I love their passion. Uh, you're looking for gear at Z-A-B-O, ZaboApparel.com, at ZaboApparel on Twitter, at ZaboApparel on uh, Instagram. Go ahead and check the folks out. They do a nice job. Um, plenty of Zabo gear here in my Lloyd household and in my drawers. And I just, huge fans, huge fans. Size, uh, and for anybody asking, yes, the sizes run true. We're going to get some questions here, and obviously most of them are, you know, Offensive tackle related as all this news today, and then of course the subsequent Twitter blow up. Guys, just off barely even scratching the surface, and there are guys after this Tristan Wirfs, Makai Becton, Andrew Thomas, Jedrick Wills, Josh Jones, Ezra Cleveland, Austin Jackson, Matt Pert, Prince Tiawinogo, Lucas Niang, Isaiah Wilson, Ben Barch, Jack Driscoll. That is 13 offensive tackles without even just going off the top of my head. I can get you two of these guys by pick 74. So the allure of maybe getting a Jason Peters in here, which, again, it's not going to be a straight salary. It's going to be, I'll pay you to play. If he doesn't like it, then that's all right. I'll draft the kids. The issue for me with Trent Williams is having to give him more money, having to give up a draft asset in the deep, deep, Injury history. It's just not working for me, guys. I'm just not feeling it. Uh, some questions here. Uh, my guy Dino. Marcus Bailey as a potential fit. Uh, he's uh, NFL Network draft board. They have him at 45 overall. I've spoken on Marcus Bailey before here, and you know, and Pete agrees with me. We love the player, love the production. Um, doesn't matter that he went to Purdue. He played against everybody. The issue is history, uh, injury history. I'm sure you know he went through an extensive, you know, medical pro call while at Indy. He's probably going to be back because if you were unable to work out in Indy due to injuries, you do go back somewhere in like beginning of April, mid-April, to see where you are at, whatever rehab you are going through, whether it's a knee, shoulder, back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I do believe the injury history is going to hold Marcus Bailey to a day three selection. And that's fair. As injured, I believe it's two ACLs Marcus Bailey has gone through. Um, but yeah, dude's a player. Nose for the ball. Tons of tackles. Interceptions. Marcus Bailey's made a ton, ton of plays over his year, uh, you know, days out in Lafayette. You can get him on day three. I'm in. I will sign up for that. I'm a big, big Marcus Bailey fan. Uh, from Captain Jack Gonzo, what's the most possible Buckeyes we can sign and draft? I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> um, I'll say with the recent Joe Schobert news, I believe Malik Harrison, and obviously all this broke down Saturday night, the Schobert news, Malik Harrison had a really nice workout. Uh, tested as a better athlete than I had anticipated. Um, you know, the production is not there, and this is one where, you know, and you know, I know Pete's a killer for this. I will sway because I do feel sometimes when you were to defense like Ohio State, it's tough to get to production because there are so many solid, stinking players around you. So that does become uh, an absolute issue. So I am worried about – I'm not worried about the production. Um, and the 
fact that he tested better athletically, he's one. Jordan Fuller, day three safety, um, depending on how. If you can't get a free agent safety, you're going to maybe have to get two in this class, which scares the daylights out of me. And then there's the talk of the three receivers. I do like K.J. Hill. I don't know if I necessarily like him for where he's going to get drafted. Austin Mack, no thank you. If I could ideally get Benjamin Victor, who I think body style and the way he's able to, you know, the body control and able to catch the ball in traffic, hold on to it. He brings you a different skill set body type than Jarvis Landry, than Odell Beckham. Uh, Benjamin Victor, I can get him on day three. Intriguing to me. Absolutely very intriguing to me. <laughs> From uh, my buddy uh, Clay Collins, uh, go tribe 225. No, you are not giving up pick 10 for Trent Williams. Good Lord, thank you for sending that over. But if for somebody to put that to print, sweet Jesus, in the morning, that is bad, 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 bad. We're going to continue to roll it on through here, um, through the week. I'll get to you tomorrow. Look, it, it gets to be so busy this time of year, and I love this time of year. You guys know it. I love the offseason. I love the free agent talk. Um, and, of course, draft, uh, my deepest passion. Um, we got some more guests You know, I have lined up for coming through over the next couple of weeks. I'll do some solo shows. You know, Pete's crazy busy with Digest, but Pete's he's still going to be in. But for him to give the best work, he's got to give to the folks that are paying him. Um, remember, Pete's not just doing his own work over there, and now he's you know put it out to the video aspect. But he's also got to edit the guy, the, the kids, you know, the young guys that are working for him. So a lot going on here for me, a lot going on here for him, and for me, my schedule is still crazy. So I can't always just expect Pete to be able to be ready to go when I'm ready to go. Pete will still be in a couple of times a week, and we're going to cover every part of it, free agency, and we'll get you all your final draft previews and all that stuff. Um, you know, look, I like I love talking to Pete and you know busting each other's chops. It always makes it's one part of the workday for the two of us where it kind of necessarily doesn't feel like like work. So everybody, enjoy the living daylights out of your Friday. Bust out the workday. Get to your weekend and enjoy the living hell out of it because we work forty to fifty to sixty hours a week. We don't get much time off. Live it up. Live it right. But while you're doing that, iTunes ratings reviews. Guys, I'm not asking. I'm begging. Come on. I'm here every day for you. iTunes, rating reviews. Hook your boy up. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.